when people come across your business online, it needs to be clear to them what the value exchange is going to be. If they give you their time, their money, what are they going to get in return? And how do they think about and evaluate whether or not it's a value that applies to them? If you're unclear, if you're all over the place, that first impression is going to move on to the next very quickly because they'll think, ah, this person's not for me. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 102 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. For today's episode, I'm sharing three ways you can make a great first impression on your future clients. Did you know it only takes a tenth of a second for people to decide whether they trust your brand? And within the first seven seconds, they will have made a decision on their first impression of you. There are so many factors that can impact that first impression. And while not all of them are in your control, there are a few things you can do to communicate your value in both spoken and unspoken ways. And for this episode, we're gonna get into some of those ways you can communicate your value. As a reminder, this series of episodes is recorded during our weekly Instagram live. So from time to time, you may hear me responding to comments from the audience or hear the voice of someone I've invited to come on live with me. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. This will help to spread the word about our podcast so amazing stories we share on the show can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off script as I share three ways you can make a great first impression on your clients. So the first thing that I think is important for us to focus on, so number one of three here, is to make sure that your online footprint is in order. I know it takes a long time when you're first getting your business started. It takes a long time to get your website looking the way you want it to look, to get your Instagram communicating what you want it to communicate on social media, or to have your email list set up the way you want it to be set up. But I would say when you're starting out, keep it simple and clean. Make sure that your website, even if it's just a one pager, a splash page, whatever you have, make if you have a website. I think there are instances where you don't even really need a website in order to start bringing on clients. But if you do have a website, make sure that it's clean because when you think about your your experiences in other parts of the real world, when you come across one of those Instagram online boutiques or whatever online boutiques, and you go on there and things are looking all over the place. The reviews are sounding off like they're fake. Things are, you're seeing reviews about people getting clothes back and they're just not looking anything like what the model was wearing. You steer clear of them because the sense you're getting from their website isn't a great one. Or if you go to, for example, walk into a Louis Vuitton store, versus walking into a Chuck E. Cheese, your expectation of your experiences in both areas is extremely different. You walk into a Louis store, you know you're not leaving for less than a grand. You go to If you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they're off all of a sudden selling tokens for $100, you'd be like, no, this experience that you are presenting me does not warrant $100. So you gotta think about that when it comes to your own business. If someone comes across your business, your website's looking kind of janky, people are not really 
giving you the best reviews because part of this has to do with what people are saying about you when you're not in the room. Are they sending you referrals? Those will, yep, as you're saying, K-Bounty, that will make or break you for clientele. So you have to think about whether or not your online footprint is in order. I've seen this happen where um, a friend of mine has a great business and there was a a disgruntled client who went online and was leaving a lot of false reviews. And I think it's so interesting how clients who had had an amazing experience with her came online and were backing her up. Or even another example where if you're familiar with the honeypot, B. Dixon, when they had that Black History Month ad for their lines at Target, and all of a sudden, a lot of negative reviews were being put onto Trustpilot, the review website. Clearly, they were false because it was people who hadn't had an experience with the brand, but they were just leaving them all sorts of nasty reviews. And their people, customers who had had a great experience with the honeypot, had their back. They went back and they left corrections of those reviews and said, no, this is not an accurate representation of the brands I love. So you got to think about what is your online footprint saying about you as a brand? Because if it's turning people off, you're not going to leave a, a good first impression. And it doesn't communicate your value as a company. It doesn't communicate your value as a brand. You could have all the knowledge in the world and whatever service you're offering might be worth the three, $4,000 price tag that you have on it. But when people walk into your online store or online home, if they're not getting the sense that they're about to receive $4,000 worth of value from you, they're out. They're not going to opt in. So if you ever wonder why people approach you and they seem to be interested, but all of a sudden, I mean, there are a lot of reasons people ghost, but the things that are in your control, you want to take control of them as soon as you can. And this is number one, make sure your online home is in order. Number two, I would say is you need a clear value proposition. By that, I mean, when people come across your business online, it needs to be clear to them what the value exchange is gonna be. If they give you their time, their money, what are they gonna get in return? And how do they think about and evaluate whether or not it's a value they are looking for or it's a value that applies to them? If you're unclear, if you're all over the place, then you are not doing a good job of communicating the value that you offer. And that first impression is going to move on to the next very quickly because they'll think, ah, this person's not for me. Their Instagram looks cute, whatever, but what they're offering, there's just no value there for me. So you want to make sure that you find a way to communicate what value people can get from you. And the easiest way to do that is to have a value statement. And the value statement is very simple. It's comprised of three parts. So think you think about the value statement from the perspective of the client that you're trying to reach. So who is the client that you're trying to reach? How are they feeling at this point? And what value can they get from you? So if you look at my Instagram bio right now, and this is something that's always in flux as I'm refining who my key or core audience is. But right now, my Instagram bio says that I help new and aspiring consumers consultants 
discover and monetize their expertise. When you think about who am I from a client perspective, it's the new consultants and how are they feeling right now? They're aspiring, they're thriving, they're working towards building their own company, right? They're building their own consulting firm. So I help those people and I help them discover their expertise and then I help them monetize. So when someone comes across my page, yes, I help them launch their business. Yes, I help them grow and pivot their business, but more specifically, so this is me refining it, I help anyone who is a new and upcoming and aspiring consultant figure out what it is that they should be consulting and figure out how to package it so people will pay them for that expertise. When you think about yourself as an expert that has an online presence, you need a personal brand and your value proposition is a part of your personal brand. So if you go into my bio right now, you can download a free guide or roadmap to building an online personal brand for yourself. And that's a free download that you can grab because it's important. How you present yourself is important. How you communicate your value is important. And so I would love to hear from you all. What is that value statement for you guys who are thinking about launching a business or currently have a business? Type it in the comments. I would love to hear or see or read what is your value proposition statement? Who's your client that you are targeting? How are they feeling? Like, where are they in their in their journey when they're looking for you? And what can they get from you? What's that value exchange? Put that together in a sentence and let's hear it. Let's hear your value proposition. Because once again, the goal of this is to help people stop. When they, when they come across your profile, when they come across your business, your website, you want them to stop and feel like, number one, I can get some value from this person and they're speaking to me and the value that they offer is worth the exchange of my time and my resources. And then from the first impression perspective, you want them to feel at home and you want them to feel like what you're saying is in fact what they feel like they're going to receive from you because of where they are, because of your surroundings. I've heard a lot of conversations about people who want to have influence in marketing companies and the benchmark for a lot of companies and even the companies I work with as I help them figure out what their influencer marketing strategy is. When we're looking for influencers for them to work with, I need to look at them and think what they have in their portfolio right now represents the value that my customer can get. So when I step into their page, their blog, whatever it it may be, their current portfolio needs to show the value. And that's kind of how I will pick them up and present them to a client and say, let's add this influence as a part of your marketing strategy. So you got to think about that. What is your arsenal of content? What is your website? What is your online footprint saying about who you are as a business owner? So Kay Bounty, you said honesty and helping my clients save their time. And Nicole, you said, I'm not sure yet. I'm having a hard time finding a niche. Okay. So I would say, Nicole, go ahead and download that personal branding downloadable that I have. That will get you onto my mailing list. And very soon I am launching a program that's going to allow for anyone to find their expertise and monetize it. I know a lot of 
people who do follow me currently have a nine to five. And within your nine to five, you probably have some sort of expertise that people come to you for. And sometimes people might hit you up for things that are not in your job description, but they just know you're really good at it. So you find people asking you those things over and over. Can you help me with it? And sometimes that is the expertise that you have that you don't realize because it takes you two seconds to do it. You can whip it up really quickly and that's why they come to you, but you don't realize that you can get paid for that expertise. So if you join the program that I'm, I'm launching soon, get on my wait list and you'll be able to work with me through the process of figuring out what is your expertise and how do we package it and monetize it so that people when they come across you, see value in what you're offering. So that was a long-winded number two. Number three, I would say is be yourself. One of the things that I find to be the most awkward is when I follow someone online and they're one way, and then I meet them in person, I'm just like, this is not the person that I've gotten to know. Or I get on a you know Zoom call with them, and I've, I've kind of signed up for a service, and I'm just like, this does not feel like the same person. In general, people can smell fake coming from a mile away. So if you're thinking about how can I show people the value that I bring? How can I show people or get the best first impression, grab people's attention right off the bat? Be yourself. Because let me tell you something, it is difficult to be a made up fake person and keep that energy consistent because you're going to slip up at some point. So just be yourself because it makes it easier for you to work with your clients because there's nothing worse than working with clients who just, for lack of a better term, you just don't get excited about waking up and working with them. And that tells me that there's something wrong with the way you are attracting clients because something about you is drawing those people to you. And I think it's a different conversation about why are you then engaging them, right? What's what's driving your decision to work with people that just don't feel right? But I would say address that issue at the top of the funnel. Work with or attract people that are going to vibe with the value that you're bringing and are going to vibe with you as a person and as a brand. And I think that starts with making a good first impression so the right people are drawn to you. But I think that third point just seems, it just seems so, you know, so easy that, okay, yeah, I could, I could be myself, but you'd be surprised how many people feel like they have to put on this front or put on this facade when they're online, when they're presenting themselves. I get that a lot of our Instagram feeds are curated. I get that. But the way you speak in your captions, the way you craft content, the way you address your audience, the way you interact with people in your lives, the way you interact with people in your stories where it's a little bit more real time and raw. Are you being yourself? Because that facade is hard to keep up. And if you are trying to aspire to a certain group of people that aren't really your people, so you think you got to act a certain way to get them, after a while, I mean, it's, it's, it's exhausting to be someone who you're not. So think about that. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about three ways to communicate your value to potential clients. And I have to tell you that it's, it's 
surprising how quickly people make an assessment of whether or not you can be of value and of of service to them. Not everything about the way people make their first impressions or create their first impressions about us is in our control. But the things that are in our control, we got to do the work up front to make sure that we're addressing it before it becomes an issue. So I would love to hear your questions, comments. I know we had talked about if you do have some sort of a value proposition statement that you would like to share, I would like to read it and see if we can craft one together. Or if you have a service that you're offering that you don't have a value proposition for, I would love to help you work on crafting one now because that I think is foundational. This is part of the back to business basics series that we're having, right? And I think being able to clearly communicate your value is foundational to being able to grow a successful business because you need to be clear on who you are for and what value you're bringing to them. And if you can't communicate that, it's going to be difficult to attract the right customers and clients. And then as a result, it's going to be difficult for you to grow. So I'd love to be able to help you craft that value statement for yourself. But let me go over the three points that we discussed very quickly, and then we'll do Q&A if you guys have any questions. So the first is to make sure that your online footprint is not a hot mess. Make sure that you clean up the way you're showing up to people. And it doesn't mean you need a fancy website or a fancy um, you know, pictures on your IG, but just make sure that you are putting off the same energy that you expect people to give you. That if you're putting out Gucci prices and Gucci energy, when people come to your online home, that's the vibe that they're getting. Because if they're getting Chuck E. Cheese, they're just going to turn around and leave because it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Number two was to have a clear value proposition and to be able to communicate that to people so that when they happen across your website, your webpage, um, your Instagram page, they understand who you're for and what value you're going to bring them. And number three is to be yourself because it is difficult to sustain a facade. And that facade is probably going to bring people to you that are just you're just not going to vibe with in the long term. And trust me, it's exhausting to work with with a client that is just not your people. So you just want to be mindful of that as you're growing a business. But that was it. Do you guys have any questions or comments? Let me scroll through that. If you feel like you're not booking clients or attracting the right sorts of clients, this is something that's foundational to look at. How are you communicating your value to them? And value can be spoken and unspoken. The unspoken is how are you making people feel when they encounter you? And the spoken is how are you actually telling them what you do and what value you bring and for whom so that when it comes time for them to decide whether or not they're going to work with you, they have a good, clear idea of whether or not you're the one for them. At least put yourself in the running, right? So that's what I had for you all today. Um, So Mimi, you said you'll connect offline. You've got a client in a few. All right. Sounds good. Well, I also have to head out, but feel free to send me a DM if you want to walk through your, your value proposition so that you can get that tight for when, you know, people are approaching you. Let me know. And I'm happy to, to chat in the DMs. All right, everyone have a great, great rest of your week. And then we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening to our show, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network. Between episodes, you can find me on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript, or you can catch up on past episodes at She's Offscript.com. See you on the next one.